Okay, now uh, Brexit. We've got to talk about Brexit. I'm sorry we've got to talk about Brexit, but it's it's the major issue here in Britain, and it is in its way fascinating. Um, I was listening to a friend of mine, uh, Nigel Evans, who was MP for the Ribble Valley. He's an old friend from Swansea days. I used to represent Labour. He used to represent the Conservatives, where he still does, of course. Um, And he said, we're going towards a general election in Britain. Well, maybe so. It's not clear-cut, but it's very, very possible. Uh, what is clear-cut is the value of the pound has fallen below $1.20 for the first time in decades. It's its lowest value for 34 years. Wow. I mean, that is something, isn't it? The investors are squirming. But what does it do for the British economy? It's great. It's great. It's very good because it means you get better employment because British exports are more competitive. British steel, the other exports we make are much more competitive because the pound has a lower value. So it helps the ordinary people of Britain astronomically. And that's that's a really huge plus. And the stock markets won't like it. The, the investors, the financiers, the banks. But do we really care about them? No, we don't. Not here in Britain. We care about we care about industry, we care about production, we care about employment, we care about jobs, we care about prosperity, and prosperity for the early ordinary people is helped by a low value for the pound. Uh, election October the 14th has been one date that um, that they, they've been playing with. Of course, um, whether that happens, whether that doesn't happen is a big if, and uh, developments will progress this week, even day by day. Um, but uh, it was interesting. You have a number of prominent conservatives who have said, like Justin Greening and Alistair Burt, MP, that they will not seek re-election because they cannot back the government's policies. Um, Phil Hammond, MP, even questions whether Boris Johnson actually wants any deal on on leaving the European Union. Dominic Grieve and Phil Hammond are two MPs that would lose their the Tory whip if they uh, continue to vote against the government uh, in the run-up to a possible election. And I watched Philip Hammond, MP, talking about this, and he had tears in his eyes. He was crying. I mean, come on, it's really sad. Well, crying. He had tears in his eyes anyway. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the uh, Dominic Gun- Cummings, isn't it, the special negotiator in Downing Street, the advisor to the uh, to the prime minister, says that the way Brussels behaves is a sham. Um, and he is really calling the shots. He is the greatest public relations man in modern history. I mean, we haven't seen PR men of this caliber in in government for a long time. Maggie Thatcher's day, you used to see this kind of thing. But, but I mean, um, it is... A man who really understands. 
I mean, my sister, who's in, in public affairs, describes Dominic Cun Cummings as the, the greatest PR man in modern history. He is. He is. He's, he's outstanding. Um, so he's weaving a web, calling the shots, seeing that, that his, his master does well. His master, jo Boris Johnson, will do well if Dominic Cummings has anything to say about it. The opposition had many opportunities to vote down the government and hasn't, has failed to do so. Uh, they are reluctant to do so now. The, Boris Johnson has so many ways to avoid not, coming, not stepping back on his pledge to leave the European Union on 31st October, whatever the opposition does in Britain. I mean, he can, uh, if they vote for an extension then he personally can veto that extension as one of the European governments when the matter comes before the European governments. Uh, or he can ask Viktor Orban, his buddy, the hung, hum, Hungarian prime minister, to veto the extension. Uh, or he can pack the House of Lords, and he's talked about doing this, with uh, Brexit, Brexiteer new members so that the legislation never goes through. Or he can ask the Queen not to give royal assent. Or uh, what can they do? They can, they can force a general election. They can hold that general election after October the 31st. Or he can hold it before, on October the 14th. He's geared up for that. He's, he is, in every situation, he's a winner. The opposition hasn't got its act together sufficiently to form another government, for example. Um, it's just not there. It's just not happening. They can't have a vote of confidence and form another government. Well, they can, but they're unable to get their act together to do it. Leo Baradka, the Irish prime minister, is not shifting in his position about the, the Irish border. So we will have Brexit on October the 31st, and uh, it will be a no-deal Brexit. Uh, the Conservative Party will face a general election, uh, whether it's um, after October the 31st or before October the 31st is a moot point. They will face a general election, and um, they will have many of the policies of the existing Brexit party. It'll be Brexit light. It will be a, a, a Brexiteer program for the Conservatives at the election. Um, there you have it. It's all done, dusted. All this political squirming. But it's interesting to see them squirm because uh, we have the most self-serving political class in in a decade, or if not in, in a generation. They have been feeble, they've been weak, they've been wishy-washy, they can't, none of them can get a united position on anything. They are really pathetic. The members of parliament I'm talking about in Britain are of the lowest caliber uh, we have seen in modern times, not, not anywhere. So it is astonishing to see these people in this situation unable to agree about how to make a cup of tea. 
they are useless. So it will be good in a way to see some of them go. It'll be sad to see others go. There are some old timers like Ken Clark, the oldest, the father of the house, the great Remainer, um, and it'll be sorry. I'll be sorry to see him go. He's been a great figure. He's a great public speaker. We lose some, we win some. We will have some new MPs, and that'll be. It's time for fresh blood. So better times ahead. I hope um, Britain is is certainly is certainly shaking things up, and it's encouraging, and it's also discouraging if you believe. In an internationalism, in a in a in a world without frontiers, then what's going on is really very difficult indeed. There you go. It's what it is. We'll have to just live with it, won't we? And watch with interest. Okay. God bless you.